It's the holiday season, and I know that you are looking for the perfect gift for the perfect person in your life. Thankfully, you're listening to the right podcast. Newly added to the Restless store is the Restless Christmas Collection. Go on over to therestlesspodcast.com and you can find ornaments for your tree, ugly Christmas sweaters, and even the paper that you need to wrap them. There's so much that I simply wouldn't have time to tell you about it all. To make it even better, you can use the code MERRYRESTLESS to get 10% off of one item in your cart. What are you waiting for? Go to therestlesspodcast.com and you have yourself a very merry restless and more importantly, a very merry Christmas. This day of the 12 days of Restless. Shout out to our Aussie listeners. That's right. We, it's been a, it's, you know, we actually, we have a very strong support base in Australia, Australia, New Zealand. I know you guys probably don't consider yourself the same thing. I know you're different, but you're really close on the map from our point of view. That's right. And so I'm at least going to categorize you that way. But we've got a solid base of support. Oceana. Oceana. We have a very – I wonder if that's like an offensive term. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Oceania, like we have a great solid base of support there. Um, we've recently interviewed uh, a native of Australia. That's right. Uh, and so you know we've, we've just been doing a lot. Down under. If you want Restless to do a tour down under, <laughs> wow, really, really blow up the Patreon. But we'd love to do it. Let us know. Also, find financial backing for it, and we will see what we can do. So we are talking about something offensive that happened in Australia. Uh, there was a footy uh, coach who was fired due to uh, uh, sermons found in his church's archive. Okay, the city on a hill. He goes to City Onyx Hill Church. Um, this this man was fired. It kind of caused a bit of a firestorm in the Oceana area, as our listeners there are probably very aware. And so, the pastor of this man is brought on uh, on one of the I don't know if this is a morning show or evening show or whatever they whatever this is. Uh, Do you guys have? evenings and mornings there i just don't know how it works that's right it's pretty confusing <laughs> i'm from wisconsin so i'm the, sorry so just to set it up in case you can't see the screen it's two kangaroos sitting down in a room <laughs> sorry i had to do it uh so here we go so let's watch so pastor michael the the pastor of city on a hill church does look like a pretty cool guy he does look cool <laughs> says, that's good that's the vibe he was going for in this interview so um, oh, by the way, uh, this guy has written for TGC Australia. So I, I, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a part. This is a different continent of New Calvinism that we were unfamiliar with. Is the resignation that's divided the nation? New Essendon Chief Executive Andrew Thorburn stepped down after just thirty hours in the job after being asked to choose between his faith and footy. Mr. Thorburn is the chair of a church group. and <laughs> I guess just when I'm listening to a news report and they talk about footy, I know that that's just normal for you guys, but it makes it sound like I'm 
it makes it sound juvenile. But like it, it, it just makes punking you. <laughs> it does. It's yeah. just, it's a culture shock for me. Obviously, I don't know a ton. I don't know why he. So he was an executive, so he wasn't their coach. I don't know why he. I don't know if the, if the club, if the organization gave him some kind of an ultimatum, like of, you need to denounce your church, right, or teaching. you need to step down. And if that's the case, this dude is based, and this dude is awesome. Yeah, so, right, right on him. Yep, absolutely. Um and deemed its views to be at odds with the club's values. It's prompted an uncomfortable question for the, for the entire country about religion versus work and whether being forced to choose amounts to discrimination. Joining me now, Guy Mason. He's by the way, it does amount to a kind of discrimination. Like just by very <laughs> definition. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it just is. The senior pastor of the church group in question, City on a Hill, welcome to you. Good to see you, um, David. You know, Andrew Thorburton personally mm. is the chair of your board. So he is the chair of their elder board. Okay. So this pastor is a certainly a close personal yes. relationship. Personal views align with your hardline views of the church on abortion and homosexuality. I know Andrew to be a great man. Uh, he's a man of uh, integrity, uh, generosity, warmth, uh, and he's a man of faith. <laughs> So can I? Sorry, I I won't stop. I don't want to stop this all the way through. But but one, I don't know why this has become a theme. This twelve days of restless, where people are asked things about your hardline views on homosexuality and abortion, like they're they're ready to ask you that whatever. This is what they're. That's what matters to them. That's just this is a good reminder for everybody. Like that is what matters to them. And so, um, if like you better know match? what you believe. Yeah. Now. Can I just say, maybe he'll describe more, but he's a man of integrity, of faith, of of warmth. Have you met this person? <laughs> like, like that just just that feels like the most generic description of a human being I've ever heard. <laughs> That's funny. Although I will say this, right? Like, he's going into the lion's yeah, den, yeah. right? I mean, he's talking he's, to people that are obviously hostile. I, I should give a, a spoiler alert. I do know we probably aren't going to think he does a super bang-up job oh, here. Yeah. Okay, now, so you've seen more of this. Uh, well, I saw – I saw the, I pulled this out of a tweet from Tim Keller that said, let's have some compassion for this guy who did this <laughs> interview. So I, I do think we should, and we should grant – he – this is probably like, dude, I am – I'm at the center of a national yep. controversy, you know, like there are like a thousand kangaroos that care about what's happening right now. <laughs> I mean, koalas, they, like um, the coral reef, like there's a lot of cultural. I'm so sorry to our Australian <laughs> patrons who are like, yeah, we're out of here. Oh, no. Uh, they Matt, Matt had too much eggnog. I know. And he's <laughs> Sorry, I just I can't. It's just too much fun. Um, but no, I, so I do think that your point that like, I'm sure he feels what I'm. All I'm trying to say is going into this, I'm with him. Right. Right. Like almost. I don't know what he's gonna say. Yep. Right. And so we're but, on like, team going into it. I'm not on team life. secular interviewer on an Australian talk show. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. I'm like I don't trust that guy no matter what. That's right. So I'm not gonna give him points unless it's really horrible. And I admire that in him. Uh, it shapes who he is. Uh, yeah. He loves his faith. He loves his footy. And uh, I hope we could live in a world where we can express our faith uh, and we can do that and celebrate okay. that. But do his views align with the churches on abortion and homosexuality? So he's 
pressing the question. Now, I will say our Australian listeners do know Australia is a much harder line yes. version of secularism right. in their country. Yeah, without a doubt. And so, yeah, so this is just – it's this is – it's unsurprising we're getting this kind of pressing. So yep. this this interview does not care if this is a this guy's a good guy at all. Yep. Doesn't matter. He says are the views he's apparently espoused or said he agrees with. And by the way, that should be an example to us of why just straight pluralism that we've talked about in earlier days of Restless, um, why that just that can't be like just pure pluralistic religious liberty, let's all get along. That can't work, right? You you need to realize that secularism is explicitly hostile to Christianity. Right. It's not something that you can just get along with. It's not something that we can just, hey, well, we'll just kind of be here next to each other. No, like that's not the options that we are given right now. It is they want you to change and become secular, right? That's like right. they want you to deny fundamental teachings of the faith. That's your option. That's it. They're That's not. Right. They're not like, hey, let's figure it out. No. Hey, let's compromise. No. There's no. There's. That's, there, right. that's not an option. I love it. Well, the Christian view uh, is one of life, and it's one of love. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what we stand for. Uh, that's what we want to proclaim, that Jesus is all about life and yeah. he's all about love. And I'm yeah. sure that Andrew would agree with that. Uh, you'd need to ask him his views. But no, no, no. You, he hasn't given his views. You know him well. He wouldn't yeah. be chairman of your board unless yeah. he shared exactly the same views that the church does. Well, what's at the heart of our church is a passion to know Jesus and make Jesus known. Uh, we seek to shine that light, love people, serve people, build communities, yeah, plant... But, so he's 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 continued to try the and I just and perhaps this is the like maybe this the sign of this this interview is that the way you used to be able to answer these questions isn't going to work anymore. Yeah. Hey, we just want to be all about Jesus. We're about life and love. We want to know Jesus. We want you to know Jesus. That they're going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I don't care." Right. Like that and so that no like that is not a – I mean, I again, I do not think this is a good way to go about answering this question, but I'm not saying this is your fault. I'm saying that if this continues, this is – there's like four more minutes of this, and if it's still him just asking this question over and over again, it will be painful. Yep. And, and again, I'm not blaming this guy. I think that's the right way to go about it is that, that he's trying to give an answer they're just not going to listen to anymore. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, this is, you know, the negative world, mm -hmm. Aaron Rand, right? We're, that's where we're at. And you can't act like there is this neutrality anymore. And that is clearly what this answer is trying to do, right? It's trying to walk the middle. Hey, I, I think we want to be, well, let's have a world where we can all kind of have these discussions and things. No, like he's literally saying, can we kill these children? Right. That like you need to just think about it in those terms, right? That's how you should be thinking about abortion. I know that and every... no one should work in soccer if they disagree with that position. Yeah, and like he should probably say, um, I think you're wicked for thinking that we should kill little children. Right. Yeah, like that's That'd be our I think your position. I think you and your people that believe that you should kill children shouldn't be allowed near to... football. Right. Right? Like because you're evil. That is actually probably the way that you should start to go about these things. Now, I'm I'm speaking here in America, right? I, yep. Like it, things have uh, changed here, 
in certain ways, but very uh, culturally different. Under right, still. and so I very I understand that maybe that would come across very differently in Australia. But also of the Australians I met, they're pretty. Uh, I don't know, hardcore people. Yeah, I yeah. Don't <laughs> they're awesome. Comparing abortion to the Holocaust and homosexuality a sin is not love. So here are the two things. So calling abortion a Holocaust or similar to the Holocaust and homosexuality a sin is not That's love. That's not love. The, again, this uh, just to point out, this interviewer is just doing theology now. He is. Just so you know, I'm, I'm doing theology now. That's literally now. what he is. Let's define yep. theologically what love is going to yep. be. Yep. It's not inclusion. Mm. There are so many other churches it's not inclusion. that are tolerant. By the way, the other churches that are folding on these things are the people who will. And again, I'm we're not the like doom and gloom, like buy your prepper supplies, but like the like people that are like the smiling, let's all get along churches that like do approve all these things. Those are the people that will get you thrown in jail if Absolutely. it ever if these things ever come to that. Yep. That's those are the people who right. will do they it. They are the mob that will be coming to your door. <laughs> right. And we we got to do this because this you know this is what's best for you. We're and... trying to witness to these people, yeah. <laughs> lot, lot. We're trying to witness to That's these right. people. Give us the angels. Right. We saw those men enter your house. Right, right. Mm. Are inclusive. Mm. You all read the same book. Yeah. Why why do you have this hard line mm. and not so loving view? Mm. Well, we're talking about a quote was. From probably 10 years ago uh, and uh, so apparently I think in it and it was a I think potentially in a sermon he even gave okay 10 years ago which again if he gave that sermon if that's actually the case dude I'm happy like I'm, I'm yeah, good I've, on I've, you. I've, I've I've warmed up to you my friend throughout right. this interview but it's so he's talking about some quote from 10 years ago that is some kind of crazy gotcha quote yep uh, the intention was not to be inflammatory. The words were, were wrong. I'd use different words today. Ooh. The essence of the message, though, was that Jesus is all about life. We're inclusive. We're not homophobic. We're for life and we're for love. You're not homophobic. No. You say homosexuality is a sin. Well, we. So apparently, in a sermon ten years ago, he said homosexuality was a sin. Which it is. Uh, let's just. <laughs> yeah. All right. Official restless position. position. Of course. <laughs> But like that, like, wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Bible holds up marriage as a gift from God for one man, one woman. Yes, okay. that's a mainstream Christian view. I'm an Anglican. But it wasn't even discussing homosexuality. It's a 2,000-year-old document. Come on, it was a different time. It was a different era. So, by the way, this this interviewer has invincible ignorance. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> like, and so, again, when you are, when you're in, an, when you get to the point, and again, we're Monday, Monday morning quarterbacking this interview, so I'm not blaming him, yes. but, that, but I'm just saying right. this. The pre and the pressure, I don't know how big this show is. It Correct. probably is pretty big. It's That's saying right. that, like, this is happening. Like, people are shocked all over the country, right? Right. And Australia, like, it's not that big, right? There's right. not that many people. And so, like, I'm sure that this would just be, like, this is tough, right? Yeah. So I imagine being in that position I know that I would probably say wrong things. Yes. I probably but would. My yep. in, so when I say this interviewer is like, I would want to be informed how I'm doing this by his invincible ignorance. That's not meant as a dig at the pastor. It's a, it's meant as a dig as at a man who's like, what? There's a 2000 year old yep. book. Who, right. You know, like you're just an ignorant person. Yes. He's just an ignorant person. So many other churches are loving and read it completely differently to you. 
Well, we're a very diverse community. We are about love. Uh, our community is made up of all kinds of people, uh, different nationalities, different backgrounds, different sexual orientations. But you, things are getting weirder in the interview. Now, again, it's clear he thought this line would work. Yep. It's very clear he thought this would be an acceptable answer to them. And let this, once again, be a warning to us. Like that, hey, I can sit down with an interviewer who hates God, and we can come to some kind of agreement. Right. We're, we don't live—the West is not in that world right. anymore. Because it's clear at some point he said distinctively Christian things in sermons. Yep. Whether You know, whatever. You know, he said I'd use different words, which it's concerning, but— but, like, he was saying Christian things, and so he's like, I now need to figure out how will I handle a probably hostile interview over national controversy, all these things. And what we're saying is, the, what we're learning, these words aren't going to work. Just like, I think that's basically what we learned from the Bart Barber interview, too. You can go and you can say, I'm with you on all the, like, these political things, and they're going to go, oh, really? Oh, you really want that religious liberty? Why are you against abortion? That is how this is. Every time. That's it's where all it's a going setup. to go. These are all set up. But you say it's a sin, different sexual orientations. Dude, yeah. this interviewer thinks he's like, like, got him so hard. And this is, this is where the like swallowing the reductio is powerful. Yes, I do. Right. But you said homosexuality is a sin. Well, that's because it is a sin, yeah, exactly. right? You said that abortion is comparable to the Holocaust. Actually, it is so much worse. <laughs> right. So many more people have been killed this way. What, what does he have? To, what does that interviewer have to say next? If you say those things, it it appears this was the one question he came, like he didn't, he didn't want to talk about anything. Yeah. So in other words, what you're doing is like, ideally, and we've. You know, I mean, just culturally speaking, if you just look over the last few years in the West, those people that are able to flip it back on the interviewer, right? Instead of just saying, well, I'm here and I'm just going to answer questions nicely, you flip it back on them, right? Like you go after them instead. Right. And generally speaking, they are not ready for that, right? right? Because they're in a similar position to you, except they have this supposed moral authority in this situation. Because when you break their paradigm— yep. It's because, like I said, he has invincible ignorance. He assumes this paradigm he has, everyone's going to accept. And the moment you just say, I don't live in your paradigm, he no longer has a, a system to ask you questions by. Anyone in your community that has a different um, sexual orientation, you say you're going to go to hell. Well, the point of the Bible is that we're all sinners. I'm a sinner, right? We're okay. all sinners. Right. The good news of the gospel it's, It just... I know what people mean by this, and I do this, right? I've done this in yep. this podcast before, so I know what he's doing. I get it, and when you watch it in this situation, it's so cringe. Yep, it's it is. so cringy. This is just cringe. I mean, that's what this is. This is just, it's it's it becomes so cringy, and because like, I think even answering this question, I again, I, I it's great that he wants to answer this question. Because I do think we want to offer an answer that is they're obviously trying to set up a false view. Oh, you think people of different orientations are all you just say you're going to hell. And then when you go, well, we're all sinners. And, you know, when you try and go down that way, I actually don't think that's helpful. I think the helpful answer is, is like, and that's why they can find forgiveness in Jesus. 
Right. right. Or, like, or say, yeah, well, actually, no, those people in my church, they've repented of their sin. Yeah. They've trusted in Christ, and the blood of Christ has washed them clean, so they stand righteous before a holy judge of a God. And, like, that's it. And you can have that, too, Mr. Interviewer, yeah. who hates the image of God, who wants more and more people to be killed, who wants more and more right. people to be sexually depraved in such a way that it will draw them further and further away from the truth, and it will harm them spiritually, emotionally, physically, in all these different ways. You are the one that will not right. repent. And you, and you can throw in something even towards the in this answer of like, and this is the only way to be made right with God, For regardless everyone. of your sexual orientation. Yeah. Jesus okay, I'm not going to have a battle of the Bible. <laughs> Just, sorry, uh, that is, you've been doing theology the whole He's time. Doing the whole time. has been reading the Bible. Not, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you about what's in the Bible. But here except too. That, except that it's sin and all except these other <laughs> churches, they read it. And, uh, right. Again, right. This is not, we're not on a level playing field, right? He's like, I don't have to answer questions. Yeah. You do. And like the idea that, I mean, this guy again was, and it, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. But if that was the case, mm. why did Andrew Thorburn apply for the job when he knew the values of the Essendon Football Club yeah. were completely different to the values of his church and his faith? Andrew's a man of integrity. He's a great leader, and he has demonstrated. Well, he shouldn't have applied then. Well, he's demonstrated through his life his ability to lead in a very diverse organisation. Uh, and to manage uh, and lead well in that uh, climate. Uh, and I think he's done that previously, his record shows, and he would have done a great job in this role. Right. But so this businessman applied for a business job, and I, I mean, I would be shocked, even as we talk about these kinds of things, as we watch this interview, if I had a church member or if I applied for a job and said, hey, we heard you were a member of this church, you can't work here, I would be shocked. No matter my views. Right. To learn that, like, even me saying, like, hey, look, this is what's coming. If it came actually near me, I would be totally shocked. Yeah. So, of course, the guy is shocked. Like, and the guy, of course, understands. I'm sure they're going to do, like, a Pride Month thing. Like, yep. And he's like, I'm going to go be a, you know, I'm going to go manage the business back end of this, yep. of this football club. And then when, when they show up with that, of course, I would be just as shocked. That's, that, yeah. Then the Pride round comes up with AFLW in a oh, couple no. of weeks. Mm. How could he have honestly stood there and encouraged the, the sentiment around, around Pride round? Because it would go completely against your views and beliefs and completely against his. Well, a footy club is about loving the game and loving the jumper. And it's a bringing together of people of all different walks of life. And, and, and it's loving the community. And loving Basically. the community. And the community is. Not so much different to your job. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, the community is made up of different people. And what we're. The key point here, the principle here, is we need to oh, no. uh, be diverse and be inclusive. Yeah. Jesus championed diversity, he championed inclusivity. But shouldn't you be more inclusive? We are. I. Dude. You, you can't win that way. <laughs> you know, like you can't you just, win I, going that way. I just. Oh, the you weren't there was no way out. Like the truth is, like this this we are getting close to where he is asking questions like, Well, how could he take this role when when the Caesar, when we come for the pinch of incense? Yeah. How is he gonna do that? 
Well, huh? He's not. He's that's not. What, like yeah. that's what you have to say, that's right? His like, answer. no, I mean, he wouldn't do that. He 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 wouldn't be supporting everything that goes along right. with it. But well, faith is really all about loving the Caesar, and yeah. it's really all of no, no, but like it, that's. <laughs> but even even if you want to like again, when we face difficult cultural moments, there are going to be Christians that say like, I. And I'm not going to support this, but I can work. My conscience yep. allows me to work in a place where where the organization where they're going to do these yep. kinds of things, and um, and so I'm you know I don't want to, I don't know I don't know what the pride round is right. I don't know what all that includes, and so I certainly would not. Um, I admittedly didn't understand half of those sentences. <laughs> right. so. And so so I so again so it's but it's this idea of like, yeah, I mean it's it's just like you weren't you weren't gonna win here you well you're going into a situation where you think if i just do the inclusive thing if i just pay my respects to this idea of tolerance and if i really say i do the kind of jesus juke you know who is really tolerant (laughs) you know who is really diverse in the people that followed him uh but that's like you don't I just feel like you don't then recognize where you are, right? Where you are is these people hate you. Right. They're not, it's not like, you know, they're not, they're not throwing you to the lions and you're like, oh, I'll just like, I'll just go pray in a different part of my room. Right. No, they hate you. Right. They are not going to stop until they destroy you and everything that you believe. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what you're dealing with. Right. You're not dealing with decent people. Yeah. They're, they're clashing this is and even the like title of this interview one controversial developing story controversial church controversial like, church dude. and literally what they said was controversial remember homosexuality is a sin and abortion was compared to the holocaust and this whole interview has been saying uh we definitely don't say things like that <laughs> like very like we you know but like they clash over the bible's relevance i mean this whole yeah we, we're very. No, you're not. You're just saying you're comparing abortion to the Holocaust. You're saying well, I, I was, if, if, you, if you're gay, you're going to go to hell. That's that's not really being well, inclusive I didn't say that. and loving. To be fair, I didn't say that. Uh, well, the, words to that effect. Uh, and, and no, that's, that's right. well. Who cares what you really said? That's, <laughs> yeah. Again, that's who you're dealing with. They don't care they don't what care. you said. They hate you. Right. Right. They hate Christ. And they hate you because you follow Christ. Right. That's it, right. right? Like that's what they you're hate dealing the guy, with. They hate this guy that they made step down. They hate your church, right? What that person needs is not for you to be like, oh well, let me just, oh, I'll work around that, right? Like, no, this is like this is a Pharisee, right? Like, right. this is a Pharisee. This is what a Pharisee is like. They need to be humbled, and maybe you, that's not your job to humble them, right? Maybe right. that's something that God is going to do, but you can't just be like. Well, I'll just I'll just pl- like oh I guess some of those things are okay I guess you're right um, where can we agree like where can we most possibly agree right. let's find all the areas that we agree right no. I, again like the the place to ask is again however you want to do this why doesn't your inclusion include Christian convictions on these things if you want to be less aggressive why doesn't the inclusion of the AFL league include Christian positions why doesn't it include that? Like yep. you, you need to like, there's there because you need, uh, essentially what I'm saying is you need to ask questions that reveal, yeah, there is no common ground. You're right. Yeah. There really isn't any common ground. Right. No, I did not say those words. I said that Jesus offers life and love to all people. And that invitation goes to everybody. 
Uh, and we open the doors and we have people within our church of different backgrounds, different sexual orientations. I have good friends who are Christians who are... Yeah, the, the friends. <laughs> the friend is not going to work anymore, <laughs> guys. Same-sex attracted who love Jesus and have found life in him. Okay. Even the most conservative bloke I think I know, Peter Dutton, mm -hmm. calls your views an abomination. <laughs> Quoting a, a snippet of a sermon from nine years ago, which, as I just said, are words I would not use today. Uh, I would phrase things very differently. But again, he would, as I would, stand by the, uh, the message of the Bible that Jesus is for life. Uh, and I stand by that. Okay. The most conservative, I really want to see what this sermon <laughs> The most sermon conservative I know. Yeah, the, most, <laughs> the most conservative bloke you know, my friend, is not a Christian right. believer. Um, and so I wonder, I actually wonder if part of the reason he tried to do this is if his interview was saying Christianity Jesus's message is about life and love and he was trying to say so it would obviously exclude false definitions of love things that are opposed to life like abortion right like if he's trying if that like he made that application which is by the way on a hundred percent valid application mm -hmm. um 10 years ago <laughs> you know it is sermon um and by the way just just listen your view is an abomination like that's the language we're using. We're not. Yep. We're not <laughs> an abomination. Quite literally, by the way. What think about what the word abomination is used of in scripture? Yes. And now think about what this interview is doing. Actually, know what you believe, what the Bible teaches. That is an abomination. That's right. right. Calling evil good and good evil. It's an abomination. And I don't know what. What do we take away from this? It was painful. It was painful, uh, you know. Hey, the guy was in a hard position, right? I would not have, uh, hopefully, would not have. I've not been in this position, so I don't want to, you know, uh, armchair quarterback too hard. But hopefully, everybody recognizes that this is that's the position we're in now in the West. You like, there is no common ground. You're not going to get them to say, "Oh, I guess you're right. I guess Jesus does love diversity like you do." That's not how this is going to work. They want to crucify him again, and they're going to try to do that through you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 12 Days Road. We'll be back soon. Restless will return tomorrow with more of the 12 Days of Restless. Please remember, the 12 Days of Restless are intended for reformed audiences, so listener discretion is advised.